welcome to Forever Canon. <laughs> 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 the podcast where Lord. we turn the wrong thing on the mic stand and then talk about Han Solo a lot. And probably for a while, based on the front cover of this book. Yes. Right? He's the only uh, known character on the front of the book. I, I don't know who those other two people even are. So I'm pretty sure we're going to be talking about Han Solo a lot. I'm Justin. I'm Tim. And this week on Forever Canon, we are right on time to cover New Jedi Order book four, three, four, four. Because it was a duology after yes. the first one. New Jedi Order book four, Agents of Chaos one, Heroes Trial by James Lucino. And guess what, Tim? It's about Han Solo. Yes. Yes, it is. Aha. I'm here to deliver. This week, we're going to cover chapters 9 through 12, in which, you know, it's the beginning third of the book. Everybody gets set up, you know, set up on their trajectories, their paths, and their conflicts. Mm -hmm. And we kind of, we kind of finish setting up here in the beginning, right? Yeah. It's good. It's a good section of chapters this week. But first, bum, bum, bum. Previously on Forever Canon. Han had a tough life. Senate plays the blame game. Luke's gotta move Jedi kids. To Vong surrender. 30 years of loving the Falcon. 20 years of jizz classics. <laughs> New Republic Defense Force is outmatched. Here come some answers. That was last week. That was last week. And, uh pretty sure it's going to come up at least once per episode mm -hmm. but that was the guys that was last week forget about all that <laughs> as, as you do in reading a book we're on to a new chapter forget everything you previously read <laughs> chapter nine han and roa head to the solo's palatial coruscant apartments they have some good banter about this rich boy's house right they used to be old smuggling buddies struggling to get by stealing spice out from under the nose of the empire with the huts or whatever right mm -hmm. struggle life and here we are in the Solos estate on Coruscant. Like, the, your wife used to be the, the president of the galaxy. You are a very famous man in your own right. Yep. This is an incredible, incredible place where they walk into fancy, fancy, fancy. And uh, Han says something that it's not even, like, their nicest place or <laughs> it's not the nicest place they've well, owned or something. I don't know. It seems like he's just trying to, he's trying to downplay it, right? Yeah. He's like, ah, I'm with my old friend. I don't want to seem like fancy rich boy. Yeah. But. I guess I sort of am now. Oh, what have I become? I'm an old man now. Who am I? Right? It's all the whole thing is is all about reflecting on who Han Solo is and how he has come to where he is now. Yeah, how he's grown. And how he's landed in like what his whole journey was to land in this horrible depression. Mm -hmm. And pff, what's the word for feeling sad about someone dying? I can't think of it. Not guilt. What is the simple word for the sadness? Like... What is what is it called? Ah! Oh, I don't know. It's not remorse, regret. No, it's one of the what is? Oh, those are all like synonyms of guilt. I guess I am lost right now. He's feeling bad. <laughs> yeah. What is that word? Oh my god. Email us forevercannonpodcast at gmail.com. It's not even late. One single word. 
Send me one word. What is the word? Where you 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 process someone's death. You, you what is? Oh my god! Forget <laughs> it, man. We gotta move on. What is? We're at the know. rich boy's house. <sighs> yeah. Where his wife, the former president, former princess Leia Organa Solo, is also here. They haven't crossed paths in a few books. Yeah. She's here getting ready to leave on a diplomatic mission to Alderaan. I mean, Ord Mantel. Mm-hmm. The convo between the two of them doesn't go great, right? And Leia flat out tells Han that Anakin needs him right now. He needs your understanding. He needs your support. He needs your love. And Han gets mad, packs a gun, and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They have a little argument about it, and he's like, yeah, I'm out. Because he is just too deep in whatever that word is. Yeah, and yeah, his he's own... He's too hurt to be the hero. Right his now. own right. despair at he the can't moment. Even, he can't even be the hero. That ain't it, but I appreciate your effort. I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> he uh, he can't even be there for his son right now, right? He can't save his son right now because he can't even save himself. Mm-hmm. Why am I touching parts of the microphone? <laughs> I I should not it's not even touching. the pop screen. Yet. Why? The actual I'm talking. Mic. I put my finger on the mic in between the pop screen. Yeah. What am I doing? <laughs> oh, he's too hurt to be a hero. Cut two. Nimdrovis. A place where we mention... Whew, buckle up. Nimdrovis. And we get a lot of old school lore, old book lore... Name dropping, mm-hmm. location dropping, proper nounage. Yes. Starting with the mentioning of Ism Ulos and the Death Seed and Seti Ashgad and Non Corios and Drovians and Gupsoo Tribe and Dr. Seychell and Cough Yoli and Trichonitis from Ampliquen. Cause that's science fiction, baby. <laughs> what did I? What was any of what a death seed is words? Everything else, doctor word, tribe word, the rest of it. Yeah, well, it was all. Well, that's pretty much you know the whole first half. Uh, not first half. This whole section of like the chapter, this little cut to part, is just a lot of yeah history, referential people and places uh, catching up or connecting dots or like. If you were a person who read that book, you'd be very excited to see these names of the things in here. And apparently, whatever happened with the Death Seed, apparently, it's going to be a big deal. Because it's come up 15 times in yeah. this book. Yeah, at, at we're, we're on chapter 9. Yeah, like a, it's come up multiple times, almost every chapter. Yep. But, you know, science fiction, listen to all that stuff that's happened. Amplicon, Drovians, <laughs> whatever it may be. Nom Corios. Please say that tribe name again. The gospel oh oh no gopso oh got G O P S O apostrophe O Gopso oh that was easier. Oh, that's better. Yeah, once I you know if I didn't have to string a thirty seven consonants in a row on the way to it, <laughs> yeah. I could have maybe gotten it out clean. Yeah. Science fiction. We're here with Dr. Seychell on Nim Drovis and Major Showalter. And they're commenting on their two Vaughn captives. They speak basic. She's a priestess? They speak, They want to speak with the Jedi? Ah, we can do that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we're very suspicious of them, you know? We are fully aware that this is definitely a trap. Yeah. We're not taking this at face value as they're actually trying to defect. Mm-hmm. We're not being so naive. 
We are being very cautious. About time. And and being very uh, suspicious of these two Vong captives who have surrendered themselves to the New Republic for political asylum. (laughs) Yeah. They disagree with how the Vong are doing things. Yeah, and that's what the priestess says, right? And we've gotten uh, glimpses of that is that different sects among sects among (laughs) Yuzhan Vong population, their different castes don't all agree on... The execution of this war, the reason for the war, the existence of the war, right? Yeah. The invasion. Not everybody in uh, in Yuzhan Vong land is on the same page. But nonetheless, we are being very suspicious of these two because we have to. But we're definitely going to bring in the Jedi to talk to them. Cut to Mm -hmm. (laughs) Roa's ship, the Happy Dagger. Ah, That's fine, right? Every once in a while, I like to pull names aside of things and... Judge them. <laughs> Happy Dagger is is a fine little ship name. It's not cool. Uh, yeah, it's not bad. Doesn't catch my attention, but it doesn't it, it positively or negatively. Yeah, it right? doesn't disgust you. It's just. Yeah, it <laughs> but it's a fancy luxury yacht, much reminiscent of Han Solo's house, right? Yeah. These old retired smugglers retired for a reason, because they got rich. Yeah. Otherwise, they'd still be smuggling, trying to survive and get by, probably, right? They got rich and married. Yeah, they did. But hey, they still have so much in common, Tim. Han's past still matters, okay? It matters so much, even if life now is so fancy. Han grinned at Roa, grateful for the opportunity to get back at him for the ribbing he'd taken at home. So, uh, what do you do? Rent out cabin space to traveling jizz orchestras? <laughs> That's how fancy this ship is. It's got enough room, Tim, for an entire <laughs> jizz orchestra. Yes, Can you does. imagine and the mess? <laughs> <laughs> a one and two and a look the fuck. But Jim seems to be loving this joke. And I don't think it's going away. No. <laughs> I don't think it's going anywhere. No. What are you gonna, This ship is so big you could host a whole jizz orchestra. Bro, is that a euphemism? Anyways. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Yeah, just like last episode. We're, I'm just... What is that word? I'm, I'm trying. It's I'm a very simple, about... basic word. Yes. For the pain you feel when someone you love dies. Uh, oh my god, I almost had it. Oh, you asshole. Uh, it's it's the process of getting over it. No. Ah, we'll get there. Back on the happy dagger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Roa's droid is a survivor of the pits of Ramamool. Oh, Remember that shit. back in the first book? Yeah. Where Naminor was whipping up the entire planet into a frenzy of... These heathen machines need to be thrown in a pit and smashed with rocks and sticks. Mm-hmm. You know, like like old school biblical type of stuff. Yeah. Well, this is the the surviving Jesus droid, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> to mix metaphors. And then it tells Roa, intruder alert. They're getting ready to take off. They haven't even left Coruscant. They're not even, the boarding ramp isn't even up on the ship yet. Intruder alert. Yeah. Uh, guess what? It's Anakin. Cut to Anakin and Han Solo have a little chat. 
And he gives his dad a space army knife. Not just any space army knife. One that he got from Chewbacca. Mm. And they hug. Yes, they do. And Han says, it'll be all right, kid. And they start that healing. Yes. Start that healing as dad runs away from home. Yeah. (laughs) Which makes me wonder, what is going to go terribly wrong to set this healing off track again? Either at home with Anakin or on the trip with Han Solo, most likely based on the cover of the book. Yeah. Something's going to go wrong. They've just now just are almost magnets reaching each other again finally instead of repulsing each other Han has flipped back over to his regular side and now they are attraction again right yeah they're trying i just gotta wonder what's gonna go wrong anakin's worried about him because he's taken off but still there's some hope in in this paragraph yeah and it's nice for him to be leaving home on a positive note rather than being like i don't have time to talk to anakin and i'm leaving Leia, goodbye. Yeah, it's better than the last time we left where he's like, take the ship, I'm taking a cab. Yeah, and he just <laughs> left his whole family yeah. at Kashyyyk. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> this, is my, this is a much better separation. Oh, That's it for the chapter, though. How about a, how about a chapter title? I'll tell you right now. Okay. All these are bad. <laughs> I didn't come up with any good ones. I, I got one. All right, man. Uh, for this one. Um, it's Survival Tool. Oh, I like that a lot. I see what you did there, because mm-hmm. all of his, all of his anger, and his is just a survival tool, much like the space army knife. Yes, very good. I got cleared for liftoff. Okay, they've they've cleared the air between them, and we're ready to lift off to happiness. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Chapter ten. Newly promoted Commander Claw. In a meeting with Nominor, our what is what is his title? Executor, right? Yes. Executor Nominor and Priest Harar. They discuss their captured friends who are a trap, and a villip uh, peels itself and inverts itself and tells them our two Trojan. No, wait. What was that? What, you, mm, didn't I make a, a Yuzhan Vong joke? Are are Yuzhin horses? Nah, that's not good. Our two people that we set as a trap inside the New Republic are being moved to a place called Wayland. It's where the prisoners are going. We've gotten mm-hmm. information, and us knowing that must mean something. Yeah. Does it mean we're getting information from the, the two prisoners? Does it mean we have someone else on the inside? How did they get this information of where the prisoners are being moved to? Yeah, they have... Somehow they have a villa spy Yeah. Dude. Yeah, a villip told them, which means there is someone somewhere with the other grape. Yep. Because they grow in pairs like cherries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think cherries are limited to pairs only, but... <laughs> no, but when you when you see them, they... Makes, they yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, on every iconic image of a cherry, right? Yeah. If Pac-Man taught us anything. Well, with slot machines on, on video games. Because yeah. I've really been to the casino, like, twice to gamble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, once for me. <laughs> Lame. You know what's really fun? When I just give all my money to somebody. Yeah. I had a good time. Bye. (laughs) Cool. Anyways. (laughs) The Vong know that the prisoners are being moved, which clues us in. Something's happening. Mm -hmm. Somebody knows something. And they're probably going to do something if they know what's happening. They're going to... These guys are sneaky and... Yeah. What's that word? Contrivant? I don't know. They got plans. And we cut to... Oh, excuse me. We 
three star cut to. Yes. Again, I don't. I haven't been able to pin down any sort of logic to when it's three star cut and not. Just seems arbitrary. Maybe that's the point. Just let's throw some stars in this one. Just trick trick them. I don't know. But we three star cut to new Republic intelligence officer, not Jedi, as I maybe thought for a minute Mm -hmm. while I was reading this. I was like, man, they got the Jedi here really fast. Nope. New Republic intelligence officer Belindy Kalenda and her team arrive at New Nistal, this art archaeology town on Wayland planet. The description of the town is actually really cool. Mm-hmm. Go read it. The book is cool. Go read it. <laughs> but we arrive here, and it's time to meet with the Vong captives. We cover the usual bases of the Yuzhan Vong, like what they, why they're here, what they believe in, whatever, whatever, right? Uh, why is your face all cut up? <laughs> what is yeah. wrong with you people? Stuff like, what do you want? Stuff like that. And the priestess, Alon, has been broken and scarred into looking like the goddess Yanharla. These priests and priestesses don't just scarify themselves and, and and derange their their natural features for hideousness, like maybe the warrior cast does. Yeah, it sounds in this excerpt here that they are remaking themselves in the images of the gods. They're two twin gods, mm-hmm. Yun Harla, it, the it... trickster goddess. And is it Yun Yuzhan? Um, I don't freaking remember. Uh, maybe we have. Is there a Yun Yamka? Yun. You know what, man? We haven't even delved deep enough into their religion to really know yet. No, we get. But now we've like captured this. a priestess, and now we're like starting to learn, right? Yeah. <laughs> she is remaking herself to look like the trickster goddess, and I get the feeling that they all do that because they're so elite, especially um, the sect that she's a part of yeah. with the like the espionage uh like yeah. nominors um where he's seems to be kind of in what, charge of what do they call it they have a name for it i don't know they're trickeries yeah <laughs> they're trickery people the, the, the trickery sect yeah yeah for sure and i don't know i just think that's interesting why why are they smashing themselves into looking like the gods what there must be some sort of goal for that right and why, just, why dress yourself like the gods when you can just disfigure yourself and also it, se- it would seem to me like this population like this uh the yuzhan vong would I, that would seem almost blasphemous wouldn't it like that would seem like something they would really take the wrong way yeah trying to make yourself the god anyways we have this conversation we start to learn a little bit th- about the yuzhan vong like two paragraphs worth mm-hmm. and then an assassin arrives a yuzhan vong assassin and everything goes bonkers inside this little room outside Coral skippers start strafing the town. Crazy. The Vong knew where the prisoners were being moved to here at Wayland or knew where they were. And here they are trying to kill her. Or is this more trickery, Tim? Could be. What makes what makes two defectors seem more legitimate than somebody from the, your side? Uh, what am I trying to say? From somebody from their team trying to kill them for yep. defecting right but also how much does everybody know about about their... this trick even happening yeah maybe this the assassin doesn't know or the person who sent him for real yeah yeah and then we get an answer mm-hmm. as we cut to Namanor overseeing the uh, everything from orbit right 
uh, on whatever ship he's on. Essentially saying, try hard, but not like too hard. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Make it look good, but definitely don't kill them to whatever coral skippers or whatever he's commanding, right? Yeah. Then the assumption is that's the same command for the (laughs) assassin, right? We we may lose a few of you, but that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Make it look good, but not too good. Yeah. And the game, Tim, is afoot. Chapter title? A Pretender. Oh, man, that's good. Because they're all, they're all, it's all everything they're doing is pretending. The, we don't know what they really want. The assassin, the spies, nor this attack. Oh, even the the New Republic pretend that we want them here. Pretend that we're not, you know, a hundred percent suspicious or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's good. I I got uh, cold edge. Okay, there's stuff. There's something in there. I like that. The Yuzhan Vong have a. Use they got a cold edge. <laughs> Chapter eleven. Han wishes he could time travel, and then, in case you maybe missed book one, he fully relives Chewbacca's death, being smashed by the moon on the planet. I can't think of the name. Cern Padal. Cern Padal. But what was the name? The moon had a name, and then it was also a god, Tosikaru, or something. It was this whole... It was actually really cool, right? It, it was, was, it it was, was this thing. It was this outside uh, factor phenomena, the Yuzhan Vong, causing this apocalyptic event, which also had been foretold by this people's religion. Yeah. Very, very tricky. Very, very cool the way everything all worked out, or worked together there. Mm-hmm. But in case you missed the first book... He goes through every thought and feeling and remorse of losing Chewbacca and Chewie threw him two kids and then him and Anakin went to go save people from a ship and then Chewbacca threw Anakin to him and then Anakin went and piloted the ship and Anakin pulled away while Chewbacca stood there and screamed at the moon that came smashing him to death, right? Yep. Anakin flew away while Han was like prostrated on the boarding ramp, arm out for his friend and boom gone yeah he regrets he regrets the first words he said to anakin yeah uh you left him or you left him. whatever it was yeah Yeah. came in with condemnation immediately yeah the words of blame right away now having some time to like you know process and Mm -hmm. heal a bit he feels horrible about that and he it'd be cool if he was like spinning that space army knife around in his hands or something at this point right that would be really connective yeah but he's not so I don't know. Maybe the Space Army knife will come into use at some point later. You know it's going to be like an R2-D2 Deus, Machia, Deus Ex Machina thing where he's like, here I am with the tool for the job. Bink! Yeah. <laughs> Solved. Yeah. That's, that's what this stupid little thing is going to be, right? And it, then it's going to be that connection to Chewbacca and he's never gone. And also your son who learned so much from Chewbacca and you're all going to reconnect or something. I don't know. Who knows? But, <laughs> you need a screwdriver and just... <laughs> yeah. But Roa comes in. And he tells Han what our secret destination is. We have Han Solo hasn't known where he's going this whole time. He hasn't bothered to really even ask. Which is part of the reason why Leia was so mad at him. Yeah, what do you mean you don't know where you're going? I'm going to Ord Mantell. I need to know where you're going, my husband gallivanting across the galaxy in your... Negative emotion associated <laughs> with processing the death of someone that you love. <laughs> oh, what is that word, man? It's such a simple word. It is such a simple word. Uh, guess what? Is Han. it grief? Yes! <laughs> yes! 
<laughs> oh my god! Jizz music! A whole orchestra! It took us almost half an hour to grief. think of grief. <laughs> I knew it was a simple word. Wow. <laughs> Processing is grief, Tim. <laughs> See, it was the last thing I said that really helped you help me. Simple emotion where you feel bad, but someone dies. His grief, Tim. But we're past that. Roa comes in and tells us, hey, uh, we're going to Ord Mantel. Because of course we are, right? Because of course we are. Got to get all our protagonists together. We've got to make it look like those two threads are spread. And then they're going to whoop, yep. intertwine. And that's fun. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if maybe it kind of was like, it was a little bit obvious. Yeah. It could have gone either way. But the fact that it was Ord Mantel, I was not surprised. Pretty cool, but anyways. Mm-hmm. Right? Where Princess Leia, your wife, who you <laughs> refuse to get along with right now, is headed. And we cut to Han and Roa landing the happy dagger at a space station called the Jubilee Wheel. It's like in orbit around Ord Mantel. Yeah. Um, unfinished, broken down now that the war has started. Like an unfunished luxury casino smuggle station like what yeah, is yeah and it and the description of it kind of makes me feel like one of those um droid ships from episode two right like a droid controller ship yeah yeah where it's got like the central hub and then, and like then a the ring, ring around it yeah see i didn't picture it like that at all i pictured it like like a well i guess a central hub but then almost like spoked wheels but okay wait like a bike you've played skyrim right i have you know the the black star, yeah. Item like that Azura's thing, whatever you turn it into the black star, where it's like, it's kind of like a stylized star where the the spokes coming off it aren't like spindly, they're like almost tentacular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a word. It is. <laughs> Long time listeners will know, but anyways, the Jubilee Wheel, this unfinished space station, is where we land. And immediately, five biker mice from Mars with nightcrawler tails come running up to the boarding ramp, offering to guard the ship, offering to clean the ship. They're Rin. Yes. A and species that... Han didn't recognize. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. A species even Han Solo doesn't know. Yeah. He didn't know who they, what they were called. But it does... Uh, so it... our friend Roa has to tell us they're Rin. <laughs> they're Rin. And they are a depiction of the third character on the cover of the book. That's exactly one of these five biker mice from Mars, Tim. Yes. Is on the cover of our book. The cool mustache alien from mm-hmm. the cover. Yep. We get uh, in this little boarding ramp scene, we get one more jizz music mention. Mm-hmm. And then we're cutting to <laughs> refugees and people are stranded here all over this wheel. Yeah. Everybody's stranded here because the war. And so there's not resources to finish this. There's not resources for general people to do things and leave. I don't. I, everyone's stranded here. But there's one shady dude in a cantina with some info. A guy that Roa used to know. Of course, old smuggling connections, right? That's what this whole thing is. Start sitting down, having a conversation about the guy we're looking for, Rek Dash, the traitor who is maybe working with the Yuzhan Vong. And this guy sits down and starts telling us some stuff. Mm-hmm. Something, he says something, something, Peace Brigade. Yes. Something, something, Hut Space. Something, something, Rek Dash, your guy. And then, in the bar, 
this shady smoky bar from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Indoor smoking, allowed in space probably. Three Trand Oceans arrive. And Han thinks one is Bosk? The guy, the trans, Trand Ocean that he thinks is Bosk never says so in this engagement. Nope. But everybody's like 30, 40 years older than the last time they saw each other, right? Mm. Han Solo and all of his smuggling uh, counterparts or antagonists. Anybody from his old life. It's been a very long time since he's seen most of them. So like this 40-year-older lizard, he's like, is that the very famous bounty hunter from episode five? Bosk? Remember? Mm-hmm. The Darth Vader's like, no disintegrations. That's after he walks past everybody. Well, the lizard man is Bosk. It's yes. famous. Famous in Star Wars. Because everybody was so enamored with that scene. IG-88 gets a name and identity. The droid, right? Tra- yep. The Trandoshan. Boss gets a name and identity. Boba Fett gets fleshed out a million times deeper than everybody else. Because yeah. that, that scene was just so evocative of like, whoa, who are all these bad guys working for Darth Vader yeah. all of a sudden? and They're just bounty hunters. Bounty hunters have always been intriguing. Always so. been also a part of the Empire and thus not surprising. Mm-hmm. I guess if you want to go back and far, it's been always a part of the Republic. If you want to talk about clone troopers. <laughs> yeah. So on and so forth. Three t- Trandoshans arrive. One of them may be Bosk. And these lizard aliens are known for having helped the Empire enslave the Wookiees. Yes. The Trandoshans were being enslaved also, but they sold the Wookiees out to get a better standing with the Empire and be less enslaved themselves. Mm-hmm. They threw another species under the bus. And this lizard man who may be Bosk. Says to Han Solo, something along the lines of, I heard you let your Wookiee get smashed by a moon. I would have done the same. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Aggressive. Not very nice. (laughs) Yeah. Insults Chewie's death to a guy that Doesn't he know about grief? (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) I was getting there. You got me. I can't believe it took that long. I can't believe I wasn't even gonna get it. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah. So he uh, he says, uh, "I heard you let your Wookie get killed." Not, I heard your friend died. Not, I heard that guy died. Not, I heard this guy I hate died. I heard you let your friend, nope, your pet, get killed. Yeah. Right. Puts the blame on Han Solo, and so Han Solo punches him in the face. As you do. <laughs> Rightfully so. And Bar Brawl engaged. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Chapter title? Well, actually mine are pretty good. <laughs> okay. I got uh, The Business of Others. Oh, that's good. I got Still Dangling. Okay. He is just hanging on to propriety by a thread. <laughs> by He's hanging on to functionality. Dangling. Still dangling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> As is his grief still holding on to him. Ooh. <clears throat> Symbiotic almost. Mm-hmm. Chapter 12. Our favorite new Republic intelligence officer, Belindy Kalenda, is reporting to a council in person about the attack on the Vong. Uh, the Vong captives. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to be more clear, the people that they have in their uh, trust and possession. Talking about what happened, they came to kill him. Then there was coral skippers. It was crazy. 
But don't worry, the Vong are safe on Merker now. M Y R K R. Merker. Mm-hmm. Merker. I, I've heard that name before this. I, I just It sounds like I'm saying Merker with no vowels. <laughs> like, yeah. a, like a like a <laughs> like one of those signs outside of business where you like put the letters up and yep. didn't have enough letters. Merker. Dollar <laughs> fifty. And Merker. They're safe on Merker now, so don't worry about that. But also, I would love to bring them here to Coruscant at some time. You want to bring two bad guys into the heart of the Republic. That's what she wants to do. Why? The, the Jedi aren't there anymore. I suppose Maybe the, mo- the, greatest, the greatest balance of, the, of your naval resources are there, right? Like, Yeah. The most ships to protect Coruscant. To protect your home. Yeah. Coruscant is the most well defended. It's the it's the heart of the galaxy. All that jazz. But like, you really want to bring him there? Because you know, didn't you notice that you just took him a place, and then the Vong came there? Yeah. Okay. So maybe if the Vong don't come to Merker, then maybe it's not that bad of a plan to <laughs> zip him off to Coruscant. But she's a few steps ahead of herself here, I think. Also, for some reason that we don't get to, Luke and Anakin are here. Yeah. They're here. They're sitting in on this council meeting. Where's Jason? This guy's got two apprentices. Don't know. Mm. But Belindy says, the priestess Elon can tell us who all the traitors and defectors are. And she's going to. There's talk of Peace Brigade and their creepy insignia, which is like a human hand holding a scarred Yuzhan Vong hand. And like a, you know, like a handshake. Like a handshake like thing. A, yeah. like, a, like a camaraderie. Sounds gross. Looks gross. Is gross. Mm-hmm. Bad behavior. The Peace Brigade seems to not be good people. Also, holding hands, you cooties. I wonder, Tim, on this list of traitors and defectors that Priestess Alon is going to give, how many are going to be true? And how many are going to be in the effort to incite chaos? Like, what names are going to come out on this list? Mm-hmm. It's not going to be... 300 people we've never heard of, end of story. Yeah. She is going to name people that we care about, either truthfully or in an effort of manipulation. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Nominor's, uh, like his, not uh, pseudonyms, aliases, I wonder if a couple of those are going to come up. Yeah, maybe. I wonder if our most classic Star Wars traitor will be named. Lando. Oh. Calrissian. Who else? Who else would turn to work with the Yuzhan Vong than a man, a billionaire, trillionaire spaceman who had his private planet and mining operation destroyed and attacked and taken over and whatever? Wouldn't he just be the kind of guy to cut a deal when the bad guy comes to your town and your friends are there? Wouldn't he just be a name on that list? The priestess in lawn. Belindy says, even told us the Vong's next target. Want to take a guess? <laughs> <laughs> Leia's going to Ord Mantell. Han had a secret a secret destination. It's Ord Mantell. The Yuzhan Vong's next target is Ord Mantell. It's a popular place. Two words that I am sick of saying because they're weird together. It's the D and the T. 
like the Ord and then the, the T and Mantel. Ord, first of all, is weird. Mm-hmm. All right. Ord Mantel. Dun, dun, dun. Right. Pretty cool reveal. And this is all like nicely woven together in the first 12 chapters, right? Yep. You re- you'd probably read this in an afternoon normally as a regular human. You'd be like, cool. Cool tie together in this hour that I spent reading this book. <laughs> 12 chapters, right? I like I like it. I like the way it's going. We cut to Princess Leia trying to manage the massive humanitarian refugee crisis caused by trillions of people being displaced in this war. At least 30 or so planets. What was, yeah, that's what we talked about at the beginning of the book, right? Five of them were destroyed or three or four or five actually destroyed. Yep. And then they've taken like dozens, Mm -hmm. three dozen. There's been, there's been a lot. They've made some moves. A lot of people don't have a home anymore, which is just, that's what happens with any war ever. That's the way it goes. But it's insane to consider it on a galactic scale. Yeah. Like we have refugee crises on one planet when two countries go to war. Yeah. Never mind a whole galaxy versus another outside entity. Man, I can't, it's, it's incredible to even try and fathom, but we got to find a place for all these people. Mm-hmm. You know, what would be a great place. Let's stick them on the Jubilee wheel. Come on. Or Mantel, you can, you can host refugees, right? You can have them come to the Jubilee wheel. Cut to chaos. Cause Ord Mantel has been targeted for attack by the Yuzhan Vong. Everybody at Ord Mantel finds out. Mm-hmm. It's not a secret because we got that information from the priestess and it's been passed through the channels. And now everybody knows here comes trouble. And the droids in a nice little, nice little, mm, I don't know. Cool choice. All the droids start running for their life as soon as this information is passed on. Oh, I really like that a lot. They're just like, oh, that's me. Gotta go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Mom? What? Gotta go. <laughs> Sorry, I can't play. <laughs> My mom said I can't come out. Well, are those, uh, did the street lights come on? Yeah. 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 I gotta go. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's supper time. Bye. <laughs> I'm late for my oil bath. You don't eat. Hi. Oh, oil bath. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's the chapter, man. Or Mantel is targeted and we have, you know, X amount of time to prepare and everyone's here. We have a Jubilee wheel full of refugees. Princess Leia is down on the planet. Han Solo's up there on the Jubilee wheel mm-hmm. and the Vong, they are coming. Yep. How about a chapter title? Contested space. Shut up. You pick the same one? It's hard to read because it's at the very, very bottom. Can you see it with your new prescription? Yes. Contested space. Yeah. We named this chapter. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Whenever we connect on one, which I think we did once before. One other time, yeah. That's the official chapter title. Both in this book, I think. Man. Contested space. That was good. That's, that's a good chapter title. You know what, Tim? Good choice. <laughs> much like much like I really like your middle name good choice contested space good job <laughs> that's it for this week you guys everybody has gone to a place and the bad guys are coming mm-hmm. what happens next find out next week when we cover New Jedi Order book 4 Agents of Chaos 1 Heroes Trial chapters 13 through 16 I'm 
Justin. I'm Tim. A whole orchestra <laughs> of grief. Of grief. <laughs> <laughs> For any comments and questions, you can hit us up at forevercanonpodcast at gmail.com. Forever Canon Podcast is a Jay Plazer production. Catch us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube at Jay Plazer. Check us out.